Okay, so we're on. Okay, cool. Everyone say something just to make sure that everything's on. Hey, hey, hey. Hello. Hello. Okay, everything's working. What up, guys? Welcome back. Super pumped. So pumped. So excited. So we have another... Um, in our series of yes. music. It's episode three. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> it's episode three of our series, a mini series on music. And yes. we have um, with us today, we have Ethan Peruda. What's up? And Christopher, what's your last name? Shiflet. Shiflet. What? H I F F L E T T. You even spelled it first, guys. Talk Come about on. a shout Get out. <laughs> what's well, been like Shiffler? And Shifley and other things I can't say. I feel like Shiflet's easier than Prudum. Oh, Shiflet? Shiflet's great. Use your imagination. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I'm using it right now. (laughs) At this very moment. Growing up in school was fun. (laughs) I bet. (laughs) Yeah, I always got called the uh, old white guy because my last name's Franklin. (laughs) So, Ben Frank. But he's on the hundred dollar uh, bill, so like, yeah, yeah. like so who's really losing here? <laughs> it's me. I don't. I don't have. It's, it's I don't me. have hundreds. I don't have Benjamins. I don't have no Ben Franks <laughs> in my wallet, but it's okay. So welcome back, guys. We have missed you so much. Yes, we have. It's been a lonely road without you. It's been a whole week and a half. I know. Don't you miss us? But guess what? We're on schedule. I know. We're actually on schedule and we're posting on time, and it's, <laughs> it feels so good to be a responsible adult. I mean, 2020 is all about like getting our shit together and it's yes. happening and it's together if you look at our wires right now they're all together they're all together they're all together I'm amazed it wasn't like that. that a minute ago <laughs> so uh do we have any intros i have one. Oh, you go right on ahead okay <laughs> call me canes because i'll be your one love <gasps> oh matthew scott bark, you bark. get out of here right now that is so good y'all it came from this canes cup that's right in front of me <laughs> so mine comes from my coffee mug call me sweet because i'm a cup of coffee just like me oh okay I don't, i'll take it i don't know why i said <laughs> I mean, that last fine. part that's cool you kind of went off trail there but we'll take it <laughs> that was definitely a katya thing to do <laughs> just like keep going 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 <laughs> all right so i don't know what that was oh <laughs> I think it was a penny. Oopsies. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> anyway. not a Benjamin. Um, all right. So, first question. We already know your names, of course. How are we but and know how to spell it. Yes, yes. <laughs> at least we know how to spell Chris's name. We're still worried about Perudum. Who knows? But wait, that's how you pronounce it? Prudum. I should. The know H that. is silent. <laughs> Say it again. Prudum. 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 I'll call it you. De- it depends on what part of the state you're in. I totally call you Perudum. <laughs> how do they say it in Allah? Birdum. 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 So, like, tell us a little bit a little bit more about each of y'all. Whoever wants to go first can go first. Are you so. from here? What do you do? What do you like? What do you stand for? Yeah. You can go. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm from Allah. That's, okay. the, that's the big joke, apparently, amongst the band. Um, so, you ask how I got to playing metal. I would say riffs. You can, you can um, see it from space. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so big. No, um, so I'm currently in Monroe because I'm studying uh, business administration at ULM. Cool. Um, I'm a junior right now. Um, so as well, as soon as my winter session courses, I should be listed yeah. as a senior. So nice. getting closer. Um, so that's what I'm doing here. And I've uh, been playing music with them for the last, what, about a year now, year and a half. Yep. But Weeping Hour has been formed. Um, I've known them forever, though. All the members of this band feel like going on what six no eight eight years nine years now so yeah we were all in different bands um bands are funny because everyone from every band in an area Mm -hmm. has known each other for a long time and then they eventually become like 
all in one band. So that's okay. kind of what like happened here. It just keeps here. narrowing down. Yeah, it's all the people who are like, yeah, I give up on my dreams. Right. So like. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I totally agree with you at first. I'm so sorry. Having, having kids, getting married, giving up on your dreams. I mean, honestly, that's what they call kids, little dream ruiners. <laughs> Do they really? I don't know. I was that's what my dad say. calls me. <laughs> How sweet. <laughs> Ronald's kidding. He doesn't say that. He does call me ungrateful. Dude. <laughs> oh, sorry. He does call me ungrateful because I don't talk about this table that we're all this beautiful table that it's my father Ronald got made for me. Absolutely. Thank you, Ronald. Thank you. Absolutely. It's beautiful it's and it's like <laughs> slick. Yes. But um, okay, sweet. Christopher. Do you like when you call me Christopher or do you like Chris? Well, that's funny because I've recently considered introducing myself as Christopher. Yeah. <laughs> just to do it. Because that is my name. Yeah. Right. But I just go by Chris typically. Okay. So. I'm going to call you. Topher. I don't like. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Sorry. I just no, like you it. You can do that. And <laughs> because usually, like, when people start calling me Christopher, they just, just stick with that. Yeah. Okay. Christopher. Okay. Like, my family calls me Christopher. Anyway. <laughs> Um, We're part of the family. I'll call you Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> that, that works. Cool. Um, I'm not from Louisiana originally. I was born in Virginia. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. And I lived in Pennsylvania for some time as well. Hershey. Oh, that's too cool. The land of chocolate. Literally. Like, they were making chocolate when I lived there. That's there. awesome. So, wow. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. So, um, did it all smell like chocolate? It actually did. <laughs> that's, that's not that's like an great. exaggeration. That's all. Oh my gosh. It smelled like chocolate. Did you get retired of it? That smells uh, a lot better than West Monroe, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, I was about to compare it to like the paper mill. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's it amazing. It like it. Um, yeah, I mean, it smelled like chocolate. It. I don't know. It was kind of a blur of a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, that's kind of where music was introduced to me. Okay, okay cool. Like, I started playing drums in school. Okay. Um, at a pretty young age, it was, they had one of those like tryout instruments yeah. thing. You remember those? Yes, yeah, we've done those. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, I just I didn't like consciously think of the instrument I wanted to play, mm-hmm. but like I just picked snare drum because what kid doesn't want to play drums? Oh my gosh, <laughs> you are speaking my life right now. What grade was this? Did what you see that? Did you see him roll his ass? Fourth. Okay, I mean, so like, well, you started way younger than me, but sixth yeah. grade, literally, I did the same thing. Went up to the yeah. guy with the sticks. And I was like, I want to play drums. He was like, Not everybody wants to play drums. Can do it. I was like, Exactly. Everyone right. wants to play. But drums. I did that, and he, they were like, Oh, you'll get to play drums, and right. then they were like, After you learn another instrument, yeah, that's shady. That, yeah, and then guess what? It wasn't until high school that I got to play drums, and it was only because I learned all this stuff on the oh side. Oh, my god! So I played alto sax and then tenor sax before you that. So it was like, they, uh, I like they that. They gave me that, so. Nice. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, I just started playing in, like, school band, mm-hmm. and, um, but I still wanted to play, like, the kit, because I was only playing just snare drum stuff, and um, so I started playing with, like, praise teams on, at, like, church, and that's what really kind of solidified like me as a drummer i think because mm-hmm. i was playing with like older musicians a lot of the time right mm-hmm. um so that really like grew me really quick i feel like and um but yeah i but there was always this like desire i wanted to be in like my own band mm-hmm. at some point and i wanted to write my own songs um so that's fast forward i moved to louisiana uh, with my family and um I meet some guys in high school. You know Austin Kenise? 
He went to Tech. Uh, I don't know if, you know. if you show me a picture, probably. Okay. I know an Austin that goes to Tech. I don't know his last name. Well, he he's graduated, moved oh. on and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, do you know? Did you know uh, Davis Thurman? Don't hate me. You had to show me a picture. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah. like maybe. I was gonna say I'm more of like a face person. Well, they yeah. played like if you've been, ever been to like shows at the the farm. Oh, okay. he's been. I've never yes, been. Okay. Go to the farm. The one night that I was gonna go, I had to bail yeah. for okay. reasons. Awesome. Oh yes, yes. Awesome. You know him? I know Austin. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I don't know him, but he looks just like someone it's like else. Like the I nicest know. guy you've ever met. Oh, well, nice. I need to meet him then. Well, I need nice people. Austin's definitely a friend of the cast, even if he's not. He totally is. Yeah. Okay. He is now. Love you, Austin. Welcome, <laughs> welcome with yeah. open arms. He lives in Indiana now, doing like big boy things. <laughs> he's a he big boy. Do you know what he does? Um, he's like really, really smart. So he's doing math that like what? goodwill hunting was doing going for a what? he's going for a master's in mathematics and economics oh I think. yeah, so, I, was yeah. Say, I think he, he was in the business building when i was in yeah. the business building so that makes me want to cry i mean go you but like oh like numbers. i said i'm taking microeconomics and it makes me want to cry so i'm thinking you're mastering in this <laughs> right yeah no thanks nothing yeah but um he we became friends and we started a band called they will fall okay and never heard of them i have one of your shirts Really? <laughs> I do have a Babel Fall shirt, no joke. What? Which shirt is it? It's the it's like a white shirt that has like a black pocket. Oh, okay. Because they will fall on it. Oh, gosh. Yeah, like behind it has so like a moon cool. with a candle on it. That's cool. That's so cool. <laughs> I think we still have a bunch of those if you want more. Yeah, we can get you one of those. I want one. Yeah. Okay. We can get you I'm one of those for real. Like, okay, I really want one. Like, yeah, I went and saw y'all play and then I was like, I like this shirt, I'm getting it. Oh my gosh, I need to get out more. Crap. Yeah, I was in a band with those guys for years and that's how I met Corey. McKnight, yes, um, and great guy. Then dude. we started playing shows out of town, and the first out of town show we ever played was with, I think, Ethan's uh, band at the time. My band at the time, so. yeah. So that's how we met Ethan. I never, it never crossed my mind that we we would end up in a band together. It's kind of but, funny, actually. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So what was the band before, like whenever y'all went and played together? What was your band called? <laughs> what is it like? You don't know. <laughs> at the tea party i've seen them play too are you serious I really okay. have. what like seriously <laughs> and your oh dreams are like reality no, like a reality i saw it. i went i actually went so little like small world talk real quick i actually know <laughs> ethan's party. sister we used to work together and we were really good friends and we went to a show we went to go see a terror at the tea party show oh yeah the one yeah. at uh, the west monroe convention center yes. right oh yeah we were he, there too they will fall was there really and also yeah. uh, our other guitarist um mccall was playing with bring it a ruin at the time so they were at that show as well see? so everyone was there yeah. this is crazy everyone yeah. except our bassist hunter because <laughs> yeah we just kind of found hunter yeah, like he, like literally, he just he's on got the side it. of the road. Or he, like, started, well, he was coming to shows. He was coming to shows, like, and and uh-huh. we we kind of became friends through that. And then the dude's just a phenomenal musician, and we had no idea. Like, oh. we're like, you haven't been playing with anyone, and he, I mean, he makes he makes me feel bad about playing music all the time. <laughs> so Damn. yeah, that, I yeah, that's really funny. That like I've seen both of your previous bands. That is me. funny. It's so funny. That was a uh, that was the the days of me playing guitar. So that was a long. Someone was trying to mosh and I literally almost got kicked in the face by someone and I was about to get into a fight with someone because I was like, I'm not about this. (laughs) I thought he was just like throwing his body around to be like funny and I was like, this isn't funny. (laughs) So I'm glad you brought up terminology. Okay, I personally don't know what mosh means. Okay. Can you explain? Can someone mosh? I'll I'll have I'll have them explain it. Okay. Oh no. I'll have the professionals. So like how do you start a mosh? What is a mosh? What's the end result of a mosh? (laughs) (laughs) That is a loaded question. Hmm. What is a mosh? Because I've heard. If I get this wrong, the metalcore community 
Here, I'm not a part of the metalcore community, so I'll just I'll try. I'll try. There you go. I'll, yeah. I'll <laughs> so I don't know if I don't know if Mosh is like an acronym or stands for something. All I know I is so. that like it basically is just like a bunch of people who are really into like metal music, mm-hmm. just like literally get in a circle or like get in a big old like bundle and just start let out some aggression yeah Yeah. just let out aggression they start bumping into each other it starts just like shoulder bumping and just like running into each other and then next thing you know people are like throwing arms and legs there's different types of moshing and different levels of moshing but like you know used to the mosh was just you know they're, they're a little rowdy and then it got to the point now it's like you have some like pits that are just like wild. You know, so like they just like beat up on each other. Like, and I don't think they mean to. They're just throwing their bodies, and it happens. <laughs> yes, and, okay. and no, and yes. Um, so, but so I've seen like I've seen people like. Well, I've even like in my earlier days when I would partake, uh, yeah. I would be in the midst, and like somebody would like get like <laughs> somebody would get like destroyed, and everyone would be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, man," and like pick them back up, and they're like, "Oh, it's all good." Like, let's it's start. Funny. Yeah, it's it's really funny because. From the outside perspective, you're like, these people are trying to kill each other. Right. But from the from the inside, it's like, YouTube I've, it. yeah, just do that. But yeah. you'll probably see some like brutal stuff. But yeah, gosh. and then there's like, I know, like, death or so there's this one time <laughs> I was at I was at Voodoo Fest this like past October, oh, and who is it? Playing. Bring Me the Horizon was playing, and so I was honestly not gonna lie, I was waiting to see Post Malone, and they were on right before. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just trying to see some Posty. I don't want to be in this. And this guy, he's British. He's just like yelling into the microphone. He's like, "Do you know what a fucking mosh pit is?" And I'm like, "Ollie Sykes." I was like, oh, yeah. "I was like, no, I don't. Well, I do, and I don't want to be a part of it." I said, "I'm just here to see Posty." I'm just trying to survive. I was like, "I've been right. here for eight hours, and I just want to see Posty." Eight hours. Yeah, I was, I was at that same stage Dang. for a very. Long I did. Time. I did the same thing when I went to Voodoo Fest. Like, yes. I literally stood. Wait, you were there at the same time. No, I went. I went a few years before oh, okay. because uh, Tool was playing, and okay. so I stood at the same stage for like six and a half hours yes. and i mean great bands all the way because that's yes. like the main stage mm-hmm. so you, you you can't go wrong by staying and they were a really good band yep. like i liked them and i like started listening to their stuff afterwards but like he was very intense and someone tried to get a circle mosh started like way off in the distance which is that's where you just like you're running around in a circle and throwing your arms i don't know it's crazy <laughs> it's, it's I personally it. i would circle say pit. it's too much for me <laughs> yeah but it's cool to see on the outside to like see the circle from like as far away as i was i was like oh that's cool y'all do y'all that looks yeah. cool yeah like, i'm <laughs> personally like not that. into washing and i've been I'd be scared playing metal and have been to metal shows for a long time. I just, I can't. It's I, kind of funny at the point, I think we're all at the point now, we'd rather people just watch watch than actually like lose their minds, I guess. Like, it's a, I guess there's some sense of a satisfaction of seeing people just actually like yeah. fully enjoying it. But like yeah. something about when people stand still, like we've kind of discussed this, it's like, it's, it's more interesting now because like, it's, I guess anyway, we can play beat down riffs and get people to like, go for it you know like right. but like i don't know if they know what beat down riffs are yeah i don't know what that beat is. down we have to riffs. watch our language so like i'm following oh. what you're saying but then i'm like okay question i'm cool with like question. pausing and like talking about Sorry. terminology so we can yeah talk so about what's that. a what beat is, down riff yeah, what is that <laughs> even <laughs> don't uh no i'm not gonna do that um <laughs> I don't know. How do you define do those? Define are Okay. It's, I'm, I'm sorry. I've just kind of been okay. in the midst of that for a while. So. Yeah. I'm a poser. Don't listen to my music. Um, but no, no, you're real. Yeah. But you know, you know what I mean? Like, um, it's just, it's funny because I think there's a certain extent to where you were all like, when we were younger, we have to get people moving. And now I don't think we're in that 
that mindset. Yeah, that was always like the mosh thing. That was always some like goal. If if people mosh, that mean you were doing something right. Okay, you know, so it's kind of like a validation kind of thing. Yeah, it It felt like that as a younger age. That's exactly what it felt like. I think the equivalent of people singing along or. I don't know. I mean, any context. I, I don't. I mean, there's just like a, a, a response that yeah. works in that genre, and even subgenres in the metal community. There's some responses that will happen for that type of metal gotcha. that won't happen for this type of metal. So, it like I, like two stepping and hardcore dancing, but that's a whole other thing too. Okay. So. Okay. I mean, I don't even. I don't know. I've never really been that guy. I would stand in the back and just soak up the actual band playing. Yeah. Depending on who it was. Okay. But yeah. Some bands literally write music for people to go crazy, though. Like they just want you to go crazy, and that's fun. And that's great. That, and they're I fun like some of that. Yeah. They're <laughs> really fun to watch. But I personally, I think all of us would much rather be a band that the the response was like. Just even just standing blank mm-hmm. stare but they're watching and they're like soaking it in right yeah so like whenever you're writing music or creating it are you in a mindset of people like the response that you want from the crowd is one that's like mentally connection more so than like physically question. going crazy that's a very good question um i would say um during the writing process you're gonna have to ask him um but i would say that for us i think the emotion that we're just trying to get across um i don't think we're we're thinking about specifically how's the crowd going to receive this it's kind of what kind of emotion are we going to get across and then when you see people just like soaking it in as opposed to just losing their mind i think that's where i'm going are they catching that emotion like okay it seems that they might actually understand that emotion but i would say after listening to some of our music uh, or like watching videos of us, I'm going, I could see how this was a lot to take in at yeah. first, you know? Um, so from what I used to write versus what we're doing now, it's completely opposite thing. Okay. So for us, it's like, um, I, I don't know about in the process because most of the music on this record was written by Chris. Um, so moving forward is going to be much different, but um, Chris wrote the majority of the music. So I'm not really sure what his mindset was writing, okay. but I would say that live, I just hope they that the emotion that get, went into the music is what the crowd is getting out of that or, or their um, version of that. Right. You know, so. Like their interpretation. Interpretation of what, of what we're yeah. saying. Yeah. Interesting. So, so how do you... Yeah, as far as writing... So like how, how do I go about... Like, like as far the, as like the mindset you put into it and the mind, like you want... Yeah. yeah. Right? The mindset you, he puts into writing the music. Yeah, so it. like are you writing it with the intention of someone feeling a certain way? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, so... Going back to Austin, mm-hmm. so a lot of the lyrics on the stuff we just released in June, mm-hmm. a lot of the lyrics, actually four of the five songs were, it was all Austin. So me and him really worked like together to, cause like you don't want the music to get in the way of the lyrics. That is always a, like a universal, like truth, I guess, right. or a method or should of be. writing. It should right. be, and, and should metal, be. It's, it's so easy to, um, like the music can overpower the lyrics and like you know I mean it's already hard to tell what the guy's saying live most of the time so it's it's very important that you write music that supports the vocalist because he's the front man he's the guy that's right. communicating the, the like the emotion right so if you're writing music that's too busy which uh, metal is already like very busy right so you have to make sure um, I guess like when me and Austin were working on these songs, uh, we were very intentional with. 
Do you have something to say? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just like popped my knuckles. Okay. It was really loud. loud. No, it's not okay. That was funny. But yeah, we were just very intentional with making sure um, like the lyrics were the most heard thing. Even if you couldn't tell with like in a live setting, you couldn't tell what he was saying. You knew, okay, he's saying something he cares about, um, is passionate about, and the music it supports that. And then there are moments where um, like the music gets time to shine and stick out. Right. So like when writing, I mean, I think in any genre, I think it's very important to make sure um, like the message of the song is what is heard the most clear. Right. Um, so... But as far as like this part's gonna get people going or whatever, um, I mean, of course, that's fun to see. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, the times we've played shows this past year and we've seen people go nuts, like it's a good feeling. And there's like an adrenaline rush that right. comes with it. And it, that's always fun. It is. It's very rewarding. And then there are times where people just stand and stare. And but what we try to look out for in those moments is did anyone leave the room? Yeah. Like, did anyone leave the room? And if they didn't, then that's a good thing that we take that as a good thing that, that meant like you had their full attention, their attention you know and i think that's they didn't maybe understand what we were doing mm -hmm. or um they didn't even like it but they were like they're doing something i haven't seen before or haven't seen in a while or almost like find that a, a better response than i would much rather have that than a bunch of people go crazy and then forget about it and that right. was kind of something i think we had to come to grips with when we started playing this because i don't think any, any time in the past i'd ever had a moment where i was like everyone's just stopping you know what i mean right. like but it, i actually enjoy that now because like i guess like he said that's exactly how he would go to shows and he would watch the band and try to take it in and my favorite acts are like that they're they're bands that you're leaving going what what did i just see you know right. i need to think about this and so like uh, that's my hope is that we can only further that like right. that's that's kind of what i would love to do so right because if you get somebody thinking about your music then you not you but you and your memory on them like continues and a yes, lot of times absolutely. like in movies and stuff like that that's what I feel like that's what a lot of people are trying to do because then you go on Google and you Google about the actor and then you find out more and then you become obsessed with Grey's Anatomy you know what I'm saying <laughs> that kind of thing you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. so it I mean it creates a um, well it's the same like I said we're huge right. uh, we're huge fans of, of movies so like right. if we leave a movie and we're talking mm -hmm. about it for the next like two hours after the after right. you know we end up going to Waffle House or something we're just like well what about this and right. then we have all these other theories and we're going well was that what they meant like that just seems to bring the in a sense that makes that that movie just went from you know a seven to a nine like right. over, over that so right. like i think that's a that's a interesting yeah. concept cool yeah it's really interesting mm -hmm. so as far as like <clears throat> making and like y'all have like a full-fledged like album out on like spotify and everything oh like, show plug in um <laughs> so as far as like your album goes like what are like each of y'all's like favorite song on the album and like do you have do you have a favorite song or and like if so like what does that song mean to you and stuff like that i see the smiles <laughs> um i'm not gonna lie i've been thinking about if you would ask this question already, <laughs> so i already have a loaded <laughs> answer so yeah, good. perfect um my favorite song is foreign flame that mm -hmm. which is the fourth track on this album and the reason it's my favorite is because it was the probably musically it was the hardest to write mm. um because it was like metal is not known for its like dynamics it's not known for uh being soft and loud it's usually just loud you yeah know? that's how people perceive it right. most of the time which most of the time that's that's what it is but 
this particular song was very dynamic um, in comparison to the other ones. Um, and it wasn't like 20% to 100%. It was like 70% to 100%, back down to like 40%, back up to 100%. It was kind of, and the way the lyrics flowed too was um, made it a very strange song, like as far as like the, the parts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I that one took, I think, over a year for me to finally be like confident in the way it flowed and stuff. And yeah. um it was the most frustrating one to to finish for sure and and also that song is like direct influence from my love for like film music um like we wanted that song to sound like cinematic like we wanted people to hear it and think this kind of reminds me of like a film score yeah it it sounds big and like um like bigger than life you know yeah so um and lyrically i love it too i mean everything about that song like i'm just like i'm personally very proud of yeah. So. Wow. What a good answer. That's Thank a really you. Practicing. It's interesting yeah. because I didn't I didn't think about this specific question and I didn't know that Foreign Flame is gonna be his, but it's not necessarily my favorite to play live, but it's my favorite. That's part. there's two differences. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's exactly what I was about yeah. to say. Um Foreign Flame is Foreign Flame is my favorite track as well um a lot of that probably has to do with well we step in the studio i've been handed all this stuff and the first song i have to track is foreign flame and it is vocally the hardest track on the record and they're just like here so i just remember being overwhelmed with um but then in some ways and i guess this is an austin Austin wrote some phenomenal lyrics for this record. But one thing that I just respect overall was when he handed it to us, he said, um, when he when he approached me about it, he was like, you know, I don't want this to just die on the internet. He said, I could put my vocals in the record, but what's it going to be? Right. And um, so it was one of the most selfless acts I feel like anyone's ever done because when you hand someone your art and say, this is, you yeah. know, right. and Austin said, said, take this and make it your own. Do what you want to do with it. And with foreign flame he had a lot of the a lot of things lined out but there were certain sections that i was like well i feel that this needs a little bit more of like a like a tonal or like some more vocals like here and so i kind of it was an experiment it was an experiment i had never done vocals for this band they give me the hardest track it's the longest track and right. here you know here you go so it was like um for me i think i just have a, an attachment to that track because it was my first step at here's weeping out you know right, yeah, um, right. you know you're not you're not in courier anymore this is right. what you're doing and yeah. and i was like oh you know what i mean like um this is something new uh, right, but yeah. the song does feel cinematic and i feel like even vocally i was able to express um a lot more emotion in that song than some of the other tracks but live um it's funny because some tracks once you start playing them like you're in the studio and you're working on these tracks you're going i'm not sure how i feel about this like like i like this song but it's not up there with foreign flame mm-hmm. and now when we play live like like um in hunger and thirst is one of my favorite tracks to play because it yeah. it really is just it just feels it feels full the message is great like i just i feel an attachment to that one live as mm-hmm. opposed to um foreign flame which i guess when we're playing foreign flame i'm like i've got to be on my game for this song because it is so much compact into a song right. so in hunger and thirst is kind of that moment where i'm like i get to enjoy this song mm-hmm. you know so i yeah. would say favorite live is in hunger and thirst but favorite on the record is foreign flame for me as well yeah. wow. what about you live chris um i think my favorite song to play live is you know what i'm gonna say <laughs> actually i might have to retract my statement <laughs> a rumor 
Wisdom is yeah, one of the funnest tracks I've ever played in my life. So that's the, the the third track on the album, and it's definitely my favorite because there's a moment, like I think well, it, it's really busy up until about the two minute mark, and then there's like this big drop where he uh, Ethan says a line. He says uh, biases. No, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, if ignorance is bliss, then wisdom is the end of me. And then there's just this massive like oh my chills it just sounds like oh my gosh it sounds world ending at that point it just sounds huge and every time someone's got like a video of us playing it live uh like on instagram or something we're just we freak out it never fails that's the part where everyone films though i don't know it's like it it never fails like i'm like i'm like everything i see i'm like we don't have any other part of the set other than this part. Right. Like, it, just, it always seems that it way. It's like, it, it's, it's like kind of like a tension release thing. It's like yes. building, 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 building. And then at the, around the two minute mark, when he says that line, it just opens up and it sound, it does sound like the world is ending. And I, it, I just love it. I love that. It's, it's chaos in a song at the end of that. Like that chaos is perfect. Word. So like when we played that live the first time, I remember being like, I don't think I've ever like experienced that feeling of just like, I guess, like you said, that tension release concept of, you know, I think that's what makes um, great songwriting always has that, or especially like, like, like cinematic. It's Mm -hmm. like you have something that builds up and then when it finally drops into it. And I think that that song is a perfect example of that tension release concept. Mm -hmm. And I love it. Like, so I, I have to take that back on what I said. That's probably, I think every one of us after. It's also I, the most angry song. It is. It is very angry song, but. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So like, I know um, my personal favorite, personal favorite genre is like dance and EDM music. Most yeah. of the time it's real happy, but that's the same concept as where you build, 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 yes. and you drop it. Yep, there's a drop. And so like. Every I, genre has that. Every right. Okay. To yeah. some extent. Okay. So, like, so I can totally music, relate. Yeah, yeah. All music is is connected in some way because you get ready for that and then yeah. when it happens you're like there it is i know, you know? just thinking like, about it makes me excited do you yeah, like, I, I don't like rez have you heard rez? of rez no rez is R-E-Z-Z. Great. she's a little darker stuff okay like she like her like her I mean, style it's, got an EDM it's kind of edm stuff i mm-hmm. i've recently got into the more electronic style stuff and i don't like it all like especially if it's happy no offense like that's, <laughs> that's wrong. i just don't like happy things he likes dark music dark. <laughs> the only dark music i would ever listen to is like oh depressing, <laughs> yeah, sure. that's, depressing. that's his favorite stuff <laughs> okay so what's the song uh for rez that you were talking about uh i i don't know just, no, just her not, stuff okay, in so general R-E-Z-Z? yeah it's funny she is very it. interesting look at her eyes i know like, she's going through like red Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I she know. has that, that like they're like goggles yeah, when she plays live. Yeah, uh, she's she's got a really interesting style. Uh, wait, wait, what just happened here? Uh, so he asked if I have Apple or Spotify. Well, I just, I just I saw a tense moment, yeah. and we've had discussions whether Spotify or Apple Music is better. And I, well, I mean, like Apple Music is better, but he Spotify says is better. But you know, I mean, Apple Music's obviously more superior. Clearly, their opinion is garbage. So <laughs> I, have, I have Spotify. I just start, started the war. That's what I've always used. I, yeah. I don't even know Apple. Apple. Well, the only reason why I use Apple, honestly, is not necessarily because it's better because it is, but... I mean, um, you know, that's opinion. Right. Well, I mean, Spotify has a rap at the end of the year. They do. I mean, Apple could come out I with that. Apple does have, have a version it. of it. It's, it's just not as good. I will okay. say that, but they do have one. There's an artist... Uh, there's a rap. I can't remember what it's called, but I have one for my Apple Music as well. Um, yeah. So they do have that. Yeah, um, I'm just, I think the accessibility of Apple Music is great because it's right there on my iPhone. Yeah. Then like when I open my Mac, it's 
once again right, right there and yeah. all the music's there Which, and the payout's bigger yeah. for musicians on Apple Music as That's opposed true. to Spotify I have we'll I started a war that, so. I started a war one time on Facebook about I know. it I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, so when you said that I just had to like give you a hard time yeah no I mean I'm I personally I just I mean I like Spotify more I like the user interface of it oh, right. Spotify is parent for me I feel is a lot easier yeah I'll, I'll agree with that I will say that the algorithms like like the, like the suggestions I feel are much better on Spotify yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I'll say that and like their radio stations are like fire yeah I'll, so. I'll agree with that yeah I agree um, the only reason why really that I use Apple Music is because it's so much more connected with my Apple products that's same and uh, I, I used to buy my music I never had a subscription until Apple Music came out so like whenever I bought it I was like oh it's mine I own the copy rights and you don't by the way you don't when you buy it um but uh but that's the only reason why i use it but i'm gonna check out rose that's pretty dope yeah, I like that's, it. that's pretty really, that's really cool pretty, like as far as electronic music goes i've just never been too into like the like if it's too like dubstepy sounding yeah. like i like more of like a i don't know oh what's the word there's like a there's like a like term a i went down remix. that path one time Wait, I went down the EDM path. Like, I one never time. liked Skrillex. <laughs> like, do you, no. see, let me tell you something. Oh, let me tell you something. Like, <laughs> I was a Skrillex you, fan. <laughs> if you walked in, if you got in my truck whenever I was in high school and I wasn't playing like "Kill Everybody," the song "Kill Everybody," mm-hmm. what the kill everybody in the world? <laughs> <laughs> then yeah, I don't, there was something wrong, and I was bumping it because I had a subwoofer and everything. My dad hooked me up, and um, yeah. So, so it was Skrillex all the time. I, I, see, I like Skrillex. The person that would like a song that was called "Kill Everybody." Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's like, he's like. Don't judge me by my music choices. I'm, like, I'm metal or whatever. I'm like fine. a Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> I remember in, in junior high, I was like listening to like DJ Tiesto and stuff. And I was like, and now I look back at that and I'm like, oh gosh. Like I was like, yeah, okay. I know you're EDM talking about was yeah. like my thing for a little while. What was that? You know, I think yeah. I was very connected. I to think metal. I just go. It's very much. Do y'all know Steve Aoki? Yeah, I know Steve. Okay. So he throws he, cakes at people. Yeah. Which like, is, like no. you get caked. You get, <laughs> you get <laughs> vanilla cake. I love watching his videos. It's They're great. kind of amazing. It but is. he originally was, um, was in rock bands before he did Skrillex as well. He was in uh, from first to last. He was the oh vocalist. Gosh, we're so connected. It brings people together. Right, it, it does, does. Yeah. So um, I have a question, and this is more of like a, a motive of the band. So you guys are considered a Christian metal band, right? <laughs> right. For many ads, I mean, I don't. I'm just, you I know just, what? I don't know. <laughs> I'm making assumptions. Someone, someone got attacked. I, I was. It's fine. Who hurt you? <laughs> Who hurt you? You know, it's just been a really. I'm so sold off. It's been a long day. <laughs> I, I mean, I heard you correct something on the last episode. I did. What, I apologize and corrected. Because on the on the episode before. On the episode before, mm-hmm. Seth had mentioned. She's like, he's like, I think they're like a Christian band, and I was like. No, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know. Right. I could, yeah. I literally said I could be wrong. So, and then someone had something to say. Then I got assaulted, but it's fine. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> no charges were pressed. It's I'm, gl- I'm glad we have fans like that. <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah, just joking. Hardcore, but hardcore. Mean, that's totally fine. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I, they hurt you. I mean, you know, to be honest, that's what it is. We heard no. what you said about weeping out. <laughs> it's, it's 2020, and I got on my feet about it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Shade. <laughs> but uh yeah so what would you classify your band as like a specific genre or anything like that like how would you classify weeping hour i think we've we've tried to figure that out for a while um 
Well, I feel uh, like every band. I'm sorry. You're good. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I, I feel like every band struggles to just call their. St- no one wants to feel like they're just a specific genre. Right. Like, I don't fit into your box. But, but, yeah, right. yeah, that's like that's like a hipster thing to do, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like when. But most bands, if you heard them for the first time, you would go, "Oh, they remind me of, of this." So, yeah. so, and they fit, would fit in the yeah. genre, but like coming from them, they're not going to say, "Yeah, we're we're this." Like, yeah. We're, yeah. we're metalcore, but like. If I were to hear Weeping Hour for the first time, I would say they have like progressive elements. So there's some like someone on another podcast called us Mathcore, which Mathcore I would not call us Mathcore because math is like it's like very odd time signatures and uh, whatever. Like I, I wouldn't consider us that, but like I didn't, first. I didn't. But like first listen, I could hear that, and to some some extent. Well, they, they were listening some, like, to like Rumor Wisdom, elements. which is has some of those like. You know, half step stuff, and so like I could see how when the first you you could relate yeah. that to something, but I would say overall, I would say probably progressive metalcore yeah. would be okay. so that progressive metalcore. That's okay. what because metalcore like Bring the Horizon, like they're mm. metalcore. I guess they're old stuff. I don't. They're know, old don't, stuff. They're they're old stuff. Like, I'm trying to think of a band you might like rock and pop. Yeah, band, I mean, I still I a great band. I I I don't want to. I don't really listen to like absolute metal stuff. Like. Yeah, yeah. I really like Dance Gavin Dance, which is I don't know if that's like a metal band or not. Considered, see, or not. I don't really know what you call. I saw them live and they're phenomenal. Yeah, they're they were phenomenal live. Yeah, I yeah. think they're I, like I like their vocalists. I like the way he sings. They're really so, they're like, insane. Yeah, they're so good. and so I mean that's kind of like from there I've branched up to uh, into other things. Like I've listened to Perfect Circle before. Oh, I love kind of we love it for my boys. Yeah, so like I don't I listen to pretty much everything, so I really don't. Well, I think genres just uh, genres are just divisive anyway, right? Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like it's just a way for like other people to classify you. That mm-hmm. way, they can classify you in their head. Yeah, right. Well, so you got to be able to keep up with it. Well, like if we're sitting down at the table, and I say, like, "What kind of music you listen to?" It's going to be really hard if you just have to list all the bands you listen to. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Right. And the Absolutely. older you get, your your tastes grow yeah. and hmm. like broaden out. Like ours have for sure. Like. What I listen to now, as opposed to what I listened to even like a year or two ago, is so different. So, and I think that's a good thing. I think everyone goes through that. And like three years ago, I was like this elitist metal listener. Like I listened to nothing but just you know. But then something changed. They just make fun of me because I listen to too much like random stuff from one end of the spectrum to the other. <laughs> Stop victimizing yourself. I'm just. It's real. It's well, it's just real. And um. So I guess like another question I have for y'all is like. So why metal? Like you said before, like a lot of people assume it's just sound. Like, yeah, there's a lady that I work with. God bless her. Her name is Mandy. <laughs> oh, name oh, drop. I, I think her I know her. Yeah, she <laughs> is a wonderful one. Super she nice. Is. And like when we were playing like metal music or anything like that in the kitchen, it'll be like me and my buddy Simon, and <laughs> she'll be like. I can't believe y'all listen to that. That just sounds, I mean, like, it's just angry and it's like a lot of noise. (laughs) And I'm just like, she's like, I mean, it's good. I mean, like, she, and like Simon's like younger than me and she's like, that's my baby. Simon, you're listening to this? Is she from Allah? She's not. (laughs) But, (laughs) um, but yeah, so it's just really funny. So like, why metal and like, yeah, so why? I guess. Uh, I know that's like a pretty like deep question. Yeah, I was gonna say as long as we've been playing metal, it's kind of hard <laughs> because like for me, when I first actually got into metal, 
like you mentioned a perfect circle and yeah. things like that was kind of my area that I, when I played yeah. bass for a long time um, Tool's like my favorite band mm-hmm. so the vocalist of a perfect circle is also the vocalist of Tool yeah. so mm-hmm. like that kind of more progressive like rock the kind of more weird trippy stuff that was like that was in my vein but I played with some guys that were even ended up being in terror at that point um, one of them was like Everyone couldn't know. Every, everyone couldn't stay in the band. You know, they couldn't figure out what what, what was the direction of the band. And uh, the guy was just like, I asked him. I said, "What do you want to play?" He's like, "I want to play metal because once you've practiced metal drums, that's like what you what they're going for." You know, because that just seems like it's a great time. But um, anyway, he wanted to do that, so he handed me a guitar, and I was like, "He was like." He's like, here. So I started writing, and I didn't even really listen to a whole lot of metal at that point. I mean, there was a, a few bands here and there, but I wasn't into the whole, the screaming and things like that. So it's really funny because if you'd asked me at that point, you know, in junior high, I would have never thought I would be a vocalist in a metal band. Okay. So, um, but I think as I learned to enjoy it, like obviously the music got me first because I love the, the riffs, I love mm-hmm. the, the, the guitars and. And then it became, I love the aggressiveness of it. It was so like raw, mm-hmm. especially back then metal felt raw, like things like the, the, re- the recordings weren't as good either. So like, um, I loved that, that energy. And then once I got to playing that, I was like, oh, I really love this energy. So I would say that for me, it became a thing of that rawness that just hears emotion. Like, mm-hmm. and you can just harness that and do how, like do it however you want to. So mm-hmm. with what we're saying, um, in this band too, I just couldn't imagine it would have to be written completely different for it to, to work, you know? So I feel like it's just the perfect channel for what we're doing. Gotcha. Um, um, because in some of it, it is this, it's blunt. It's this raw emotion. It's this just raw statement. So like, I think metal is the perfect avenue for that, but, um, to do it with also this elegance that we're trying to go for as well. Mm-hmm. I think that is the that's that's what we're trying to put together is this raw emotion and the elegance at once so that's um, that's why i think metal works because it allows you to actually put those things together right. um so wow yeah sorry no that was good i'm just following yeah that was really good i chose metal because it's made me like rich <laughs> rich for all you those listening that was a joke <laughs> Uh, no, I, I agree with Ethan. Um, I mean, I guess I'll go back to what I first, what first got me into like heavier styles of music is the band Lincoln Park. Do you guys know that band? Oh, oh, gosh. Never okay. heard of them. Relating R. somewhere. <laughs> I, I listened to Wait, are they not a thing anymore? Oh, no. You said R.I.V. They're lead singer. Oh, when no. you didn't know that? No. I don't. Oh, it was a really big thing. It was like how long ago? A few years. 2017. 2017. Yeah. Oh my god. He um. Did he commit? Yeah. yeah. Oh no. Yeah. This is a sad, okay, sad day that. in rock music for sure. Yeah. So okay. he yeah, was a ridiculous well, vocalist. Like, yeah, he was. If you watch some of his the the live stuff. I do remember. He, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel I like we've talked about this. Yeah, we have. It was a very kind of just random thing too. No one. I don't know. We, we could, that's another conversation. For yeah, yeah. Time. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I, I heard the song in the end first when I was like eight years old, and it blew my mind. And changed man. That set the trajectory of like what I would get into. Yeah, yeah. it really like, did. Yeah, and I, I listened to that album like it came out yesterday. Still, like yeah, I was right. literally listening to it yesterday. <laughs> and it's a, uh, it's a good, it, it's a good album. Um, yeah, that that kind of set the trajectory for me, and then I started getting into like heavier stuff. Like like the band Slipknot. I don't know if you know that band. I heard the name, but I don't think I've ever listened. Let the knot out. Yeah, got it. 
gotta let the one out, let the one out. That know. was the first time I, I wanted to play like metal drums, I think, because their drummer at the time was the icon of metal. My drummer, who was like, I want to play metal. Yeah, like, Joey Jordison. Joey Jordison, the drummer for Slipknot. <laughs> yeah, that was like, that was well, his like idol. Cast. So yeah. you know, yeah. he was Joey Jordison. You are a friend of the cast. You're a friend of the cast. Did You're he on the just list. join? He joined something Slipknot. about he's playing percussion in the band now. That's wild. It's like, we'll let you play the cans, dude. Yeah. They have like nine members and like people hit like kegs with baseball yeah. bats. And what? Stuff. They're crazy. Yeah. I mean, their earlier stuff is really crazy. It was like, the, that was like the band. <laughs> that was the band Small I was ones. afraid to let my dad know Ooh. I was listening to. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those ones where like, you know how um, you always think like people think of metal and you're like, they're, oh, they're edgy. Like they're like, right. you know, and their, their parents are like, oh, are you listening to? Mm-hmm. I feel like Slipknot for our generation was a lot of those, like those kids were like, I really like Slipknot and their parents were like, oh, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I, I remember. <laughs> the yeah. devil's in that music. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So like, that's, that's okay, the question funny. I was going to bring up. So like Uh-oh. growing up and stuff like that, like metal and stuff like my dad, I, he listened to a lot of uh, metal, which he, you know, back in the day, that was a lot of what was listened to, period. Yeah. But a lot of people think and associate metal or uh, any kind of rock music with, like, lots of bad things, very yeah. devilish things. And so, like, how are y'all switching up the game? Well, I'm, obviously, lyrics has a big deal to play in that. But um, but a question that I'm very interested in uh, hearing an answer is um the jesus and spirituality aspect of your songs yeah do you see that changing people when you're when you're there playing do you ever notice someone that like catches your eye or something like that does anybody cry in your shows or does anybody show any kind of emotion that you can tell that is either changing <coughs> or is going to change them in the future that's that was a very, a very loaded that question. A, that's a very good question that's a great question like you your time. That. yeah <laughs> um just out of curiosity just because like i just want to know because i'm you're i'm i'm coming from a a place of like not really knowing yeah yeah you know what i'm saying so like for people who don't listen to metal or whatever there is such thing as a christian metal band you know is it do you want to go or I, I i that's a that's a big question um i feel like we could both yeah we could keep go on okay. that um well, like i mentioned about this uh i said it in a in a interview before like the guy uh, we were playing a show and he walked up and he said uh that um he was like, are you the vocalist of Weeping? I was like, yeah, man, what can I do for you? And he was like, uh, he's like, I want to let you know that as a Satanist, um, oh, gosh, I really wow. enjoyed your set. So okay. um, yeah, everyone, you know everyone at the side of the Whoa. table like leaned up and they're like, oh, wait, what? So like, right. that was just a, a moment of like, oh, you know, like, because right. everyone was shocked by that. And I was like, I told him, I was like, man, the music's for everyone, you know, like, and he was like, well, he's like, I looked at the lyrics and he like winced when he looked, he was like, I was like, ah, I don't know. Yeah. And he was like, but he's like, they were worshiping Satan. Yeah, that's what he was, <laughs> yeah, you know, um, but interesting. <laughs> yeah. wow. If only, Not yeah, if Satan. only, yeah. Um, well, so he was like, look, he's like, I, it, I was kind of like taken aback by the lyrics. He goes, but I really enjoyed it and I hope to see you guys again. So like, for us, I guess that's that's also that avenue of well, if it is associated with things like that, which I don't believe it is. I think that's kind of for one, that's kind of a, a front. It's like you know, just mm-hmm. the opposite of what you know. But mm-hmm. that's a whole other discussion. Right. But I think it gives you an avenue to I don't know. I guess I would say reach people that you wouldn't normally reach. Right. Like I can't can't I wouldn't have. If I was playing in a worship band, I wouldn't have had a guy come up to me and be like, right. as a Satanist, I really enjoyed that set. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Right. Normally a Satanist wouldn't go to a worship. Exactly. Kind of and yeah. you know, like, um, so like, I think in, in just getting to talk to these people, just mm-hmm. like, just being people with them is, is, mm-hmm. is a great thing. So Yeah, you're um, kind of opening doors that people wouldn't even really kind of walk. Yeah, we play in some dingy places. 
some okay. like really like hole in the wall places. Right, so right, like, right. I mean, that's just that's just what the, that's how that goes. Um, so I would say that it, it does open those doors, and we've had some discussions, and um, even some people like um, like having like a pastor, uh, Pastor Rob on yeah. YouTube. Um, there's a video on YouTube. He does like a like reaction videos, mm-hmm. and he goes on there and he 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 he's talks. A pastor. About, yeah, he's a pastor mm-hmm. in a church in Florida, and he's like listening to our music. He found it randomly on Instagram, and he kind of did a breakdown of what the lyrics were. And um, it's funny because we were talking about this, and we were like that kind of like you know when you see a bunch of guys playing metal and saying these things, but then having someone get up that has I guess what would I try to say has a little bit more of a. Like uh, people look at a pastor and they're like, "Oh, I respect right. what he has to say." But, you yeah, know, that's like a theology. Yeah, background. he has a theology background, and he's and he's going, "This is this is great. Like right. this is good stuff." And that was like to us, it was like it was like another channel of like having those discussions. So we've had a lot of reach from people and getting to have those, like getting to talk to people right. and people reaching out to us. So I would say like it has opened that up. So yeah. right. sorry, cool. I feel like I just. Why do you apologize? I like to apologize. <laughs> Makes me feel good. <laughs> I, I definitely agree with Ethan on that. I, I guess this answers the question, why metal for me? Mm-hmm. And a huge part of it is because it does bring people together that you would never, ever, like, you're not going to invite some of these people to your Sunday morning worship service. Right. They're, they're not going to come. Like, they're just yeah. not. Um, there's too many, there's too much of a, like, bad reputation, especially in the South when it comes yeah. to, like, church, you know? Mm-hmm. It, there's, it's very nuanced. To say you're a Christian band or even say you're a Christian is a very nuanced idea now. Mm-hmm. So um, That's true, yeah. It, it just is. You know, it, it's a very, like, loaded term now. Right. So um, I love that we can go into a room and be normal guys. And I like that they have to kind of dig a little bit to find out we are Christian yeah. band. Because... Um, I don't want to ever be intim- like intimidating with what I believe to people. Right. Like that's not our job, you know. Yeah. And I want people to ask, and there is a lot. And a lot of times when the question comes up, it's really like, "Can I cuss around you?" Kind of. That's yeah. Kind of it is. Or can I? Should I put this drink down that I'm drinking? You know, the alcoholic drink. There's it's like a lot of extra stipulations that they feel like comes with that. I guess. Yeah. yeah. It's more like it's a, moral a moral question, yeah. and uh, which is fine. And like we. Like, we don't care about that stuff. That's not, right. like, what we're trying to... We're not trying to, like... As far as, like, the message goes, we're not going around, like, condemning people or judging people for how they live. Right. Because we're messed up dudes, too, you know? And uh, and it goes back to the whole lyrics being the most important thing in, mm-hmm. any, in any band. And this I heard this for another podcast that I... It stuck with me for forever, but a, a, a producer that we look up to, um, he was talking about, like, when he tracks vocalists in his studio... He's like, I would rather a vocalist give a half-hearted performance or a full-hearted, full-out, like, passionate performance about Satan than a half-hearted performance about Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I, I just wow. love that. Yeah. Was that Josh Schroeder? Yeah. That was I thought Josh so, yeah. <laughs> um, that sounds like Josh Schroeder. So it's, it just goes back to, like, what are you trying to say? Are you passionate about that? Mm-hmm. Um, and most times when people write lyrics, they're writing about things they're passionate about. And we're yeah, ha- we're passionate sure. about what we believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just like, we're not just praising God in our songs. We're talking about like things we struggle with or right. even Some social people, commentaries, like, like social yeah. things, things that like really matter. And that like when Jesus was alive, like he's, I mean, we believe he's alive now, right, but right. like when he was on earth, um, things that he would address. Yeah. So, you know, he wasn't just going around like asking people to worship him. He was going around like addressing the social issues that were taking place 
um, in that time. And I feel like a, a perfect band that does this um, that we really like and look up to is a band called Silent Planet. Okay. Uh, they came to Monroe years ago at the Palace, and they're a band that is the perfect exam- example of a band that I think is reaching more people than any other like Christian band that I've seen like in a long time. Yeah. Um, and I don't even think every member in that band is a Christian. Like I, their vocalist is very much so. But, I see uh, what you mean. Yeah. But okay. you, you know, it's like the metal community and like this. The there's a realness scene, to it. There's a yeah. there's a, a genuine, people, there's, people can sniff out fake from a mile away. You know. Right. So, yeah. Like we want to be bold, and we we're not afraid to talk about what we believe, and um, we're gonna like you know cower away or whatever else, or even like I don't know conform or whatever to like please people. But it's right. more of like a. Uh, we just need, we need to be better listeners. Yeah. Like Christians okay. we need to be good listeners. We Ooh. should be the most open okay. minded. Like we should be the <laughs> That's open really minded. Good. We should be the best listeners. Mm-hmm. And if you're drunk talking to us, we'll listen. If you're high, listen. <laughs> if you're smarter, trust me, us, we've had some listen. great conversations in those moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like really, going, like you have to be prepared to run into oh, yeah. every type of person. Right. And I that mean, keeps it interesting. We're, for sure. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're Christians who play metal and we enjoy people. And right. I think and that's I like the music thing. without God having to be attached to it. Like I, right. I just enjoy music. I agree. Like, yeah. I pulled up listening to the artist murder. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, we don't listen. Like none of us really listen to like just, straight christian yeah. music. like the the term christian music is kind of funny too like there's there's no christian mechanic shop like right. there's no christian yeah, that's true like, yeah. there's not yeah, i mean some people would consider it get more business but uh you know what i mean like yeah it's just Dang. <laughs> right the term is so much yeah. more than what it should mean now i think yeah. that's what you're trying to say yeah. like you're saying yeah. like i'm a christian doesn't just mean that I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. Sometimes now it means, oh, that means I go to this church. I do this on Sundays. I don't I do, do these things. I do right. Yeah, it's like thing. A, it's, right. Not, it's not really. I mean, this is a whole other topic. Right. But part two, maybe. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so, you never know. I mean, true, true. That's a really good. I like that question because I like clarifying mm-hmm. that thing because I feel like it's very, conf- it's a very confusing, right? Um, like topics for people, especially in the metal community that right. like you just don't know we're gonna run into we've played sets right after bands that say some crazy stuff yeah on stage. yeah so and we're here for that you know like, right. like, well, that. yeah like you just adapt yeah like, you, right. you adapt and yeah. that's what i love about music in general is like you're just constantly adapting to people different people you're not just becoming right. this homogenous well, i don't expect everyone to believe okay. exactly the way i believe yeah right? that's so true that, yeah. Know, yeah shouldn't go into a room and a be challenge. like this you have to change yeah. everything for us you know like it's, what you so believe a, too you know yeah. right people, exactly yeah people will call you out like i thought you were uh you know i thought you were i thought you lived this way or you claim to be this and you know so people respect boldness without being a jerk yeah mm-hmm. so like um so what, I, what i'm gathering from what you are saying is like and tell me if i'm wrong is that you guys are really kind of pushing the envelope of what it means to be a christian so like you're going to places that a lot of christians say they won't go in the name of jesus and stuff like that and so like a lot of times whenever i'm, I'm looking at it from a perspective of like not listening to metal yeah, and what yeah. like a lot of people say like metal is bad and it's just like what if you made metal good and then you ended up going to these quote unquote what people would call bad places of whatever you yeah. want to call them and uh you're introducing you're just introducing places that normally people wouldn't go to i guess you could say well i mean as I mean, far as like just being like if you're going to talk about like being a christian and stuff is like they're 
you're kind of doing what Jesus did. It's like yeah. he didn't like go to like the temples and stuff. Like he went to the people that didn't have anything. The right. people who I was say, I weren't the holy. I wouldn't ones. say we're pushing the envelope yeah. because people have done that. Like it, we're yeah. not the That's only true, people yeah. doing that. Like I, I don't ever want to like I be like yes, and yes, absolutely. And I think that's the thing is like we're not. We're not the only ones doing that. We're not right. the, we're not trying to put that on a, uh, but I, I do think that there is like, like I said, we have five people. We're, we're all Christian mm-hmm. and we, we love metal and right. we love to do, we love to play music. And the thing is we put ourselves in those places with people who don't believe the way yeah. we do. And we still play metal and enjoy the time with those right. people. And I think, I think that says just as much. Right. Um, and I think it opens up, uh, it's a, it's a more, um, more fluid approach to things. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a relational thing. It's not mm-hmm. just like I'm not just going in a room saying this is how you should feel, you know. Like, right. And um, you know, I, I mean, I wouldn't want anyone to do that with any form. Right. So, like for me, it's it's like the I feel like I get to express myself in in just as a as a musician and with my personal beliefs and struggles mm-hmm. and and get to enjoy people and right. have that share that. So that's for me. Nice. Yeah. Some of my best friends are not Christian. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. yeah like, same. They're just not. They're they're very open about their their like lack of belief and we're friends and that's totally fine and i think that it's very it's a it's a opportunity and like a gift honestly do i would i want them to believe what i believe sure because i mean if you believe something passionate like if you're passionate about something you believe of course you want you think it's the way to go you know so yeah um but in no way do we walk around thinking like I mean, you should hear. We're the most self-deprecating people. Seriously, I mean, so y'all are interesting. I like this. Well, I love that question because we don't get to talk about it much. People mm-hmm. just make assumptions, rightly so. You know right. what I mean? Like rightly so. People have really messed up the term Christian, mm-hmm. including myself. Like, oh, I, like we've all had bad moments. Well, right? I mean, like, like if if like some songs are about like a social commentary or yeah. something like, um, and I'm surprised we haven't said, well, you didn't say you didn't say God in the song, and we get you right, know like yeah. kind of like the cons- like, well, is this a Christian band or they're not a Christian band because they didn't right. you know, like. For us, it's like listen to the music, listen to what's being said, and right. you can make that you know right. take, from own, it, take, from it, right. take from it because yeah. yeah, that would make it a little bit more real for the person listening to it. So, you know, yeah, yeah. but you know. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, for sure. I enjoyed this so much. <laughs> I know. These are good questions, too. So, um, I guess, like, we're almost at an hour. So yeah, we're doing um, good. Yeah, we're doing real good. So, I guess, like, our last question would probably be, um, what is... So, we're doing our mini-series on music, of course. Yeah. So, what is music to you, and how has it transformed or touched your life in any way? It's is a curse. Any- I'm just. <laughs> I can be. Yeah. Makes me poor. <laughs> it's a curse and a blessing. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a loaded question too. Yeah. Um, so I just, mean, it, we're joking about that, but there are those elements of yeah. having a passion that yeah. that just it can be a frustrating thing, but also the most rewarding thing. Yeah, so it's like exactly. you never really know. Some days it's the opposite of that. Like one yeah. day it is, it is the most rewarding thing to go in a room and have a great show and, and to be able to, to do those things. And then other days you're going, is this worth me doing all of this? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say <laughs> that's why I joke about it being a curse. <laughs> I, anyway, but um, I, I don't know. Like I said, sometimes um, it is one of the most rewarding <clears throat> things. Uh, I have a lot going on in my life. Like, mm-hmm. and I feel like, and we've said this before, even just like getting all the semantics together, like saying, okay, we've got to 
like we got to get to this venue we got to do it by this time we got to get a trailer we have to do all these things and like get everything in order and take off work for this and mm-hmm. so it's costing us mm-hmm. it's costing us it becomes a it becomes there's there's input to that you know yep. and um but once you play your set so like that 30 minutes to whatever like it's funny because when you play that 30 minutes or or whatever length your set is it's like I'm not concerned about all of that other th- those other things that f- that were frustrating and stressed mm-hmm. me out. It's that is the reward in itself right. is literally getting to do that. Right. And I think anyone who's ever played music and enjoyed it to that extent understands that. Um, and not everyone else understands that. Like, and, and I and I've had to, we've had to come to grips. With, like, some people just have never had that outlet to that extent. So right. it's like it's a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, you get asked from the outside, why are you? why are you doing that if it's so much stress or so much time and so much effort like uh, you know or are you gonna get rich from it you know <laughs> so like like i play metal um so, <laughs> but uh you get my point like I, I think there's it is one of the most rewarding things but it's work it's mm-hmm. definitely yeah. work but um it's that it's that that time to just relieve all of that and to get to say those things and um once again, I think that's why metal is such a great venue for us. Because, like, I mean, like dealing with all the things we deal with, you know, I do, you do have this pent up energy and you know frustrations and things, and then you you have thirty minutes mm-hmm. to just let all that out right. in an expressive way that you. If you did that, if I did that in an office building, it would not right. go over too well. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I know that sounds funny, but like, <laughs> legitimately, like, it's 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 it is it's a great moment for mm-hmm. us. And, I've been a huge music fan my whole life. Like um, at, a, at a very young age, we were talking about music. I, I was listening to everything. Like mm-hmm. my brother was five years older than me, so everything got passed down. Yeah. His junior high days, I was, you know, so yeah. like I was telling, like you know, Tool and stuff. I was listening to like first grade, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like Dang. listening to like System of a Down, Rage Against the Machine, all these bands from a very young age. So um, the aggressive music always kind of caught my eye, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I think even now like um like this week when i was doing all my homework i was constantly looking for something new to listen to like mm-hmm. i'm always wanting something playing or something to learn from and uh i think music is man i just you ask what does music do or mean i, I couldn't imagine not having right. music like yeah. it, my life would be boring <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. so that's yeah. just that's my take so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah. Emotional. <laughs> um, like Ethan, music has been a part of my life for most of my life. And um, yeah, I couldn't imagine it not being there. Like, yeah. I couldn't imagine. I mean, the fact that I have the opportunity to write my music right. and then people enjoy it, like that, there's nothing like that. Yeah. Absolutely nothing like that. And I, I feel like that is like the ultimate reward, and that's what kind of keeps you going. And it's kind of an addiction at some point. Like you're, it's like a tattoo. It's like you're, it's like tattoos. It's like you think you're gonna get. Oh, this is the last one, and then uh, like you know, it's just it, you can't stop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know. And uh, the reward definitely surpasses because it is like Ethan said, it is work. Like, and it's discouraging at times. Like even I mean, recently we've been pretty discouraged at times. Like it's just it. It takes money. It takes uh, a lot of planning to be an active band. Like, if you just want to do it for fun, that's cool, and play local and stuff. But if you want to, like, get out there, not necessarily, like, try to get big, because that's kind of a 
you know, improbable, you know, big in the sense of like making it a career. Right. But if you want to like get your music out there for real and have a lot of people hear it and play as many shows as you can, it it does take a lot of work. It takes money. It takes uh, a lot of perseverance and a lot of nights getting home at 4 a.m. and then going to work the next day or in our case a lot of times we've played shows at Saturday on like Saturday night you know and then the worship band the next morning me and Corey go play or me and Corey McCall sometimes we'll go play um, at our church dang Mm -hmm. the next morning you know and I love that I love the contrast I love the like literally we're playing to a bunch of people in a bar and then we're playing to like a congregation of like middle class Mm. like white people and you know what I mean like it's, it's it's amazing and uh yeah, I mean, music, I like to say that music, like, kind of, like, colors reality. Is that, kind of, is that kind of, that's dramatic. Ooh. It's kind of angsty. I mean, it's it kind of angsty, but I like it. Like, it I'd like put that on my wall somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I would tweet that. You seen August saying. Rush? You know the movie August Rush? Yeah. Remember when Robin, what Robin Williams says? Remember he's like, music is God's little reminder that it's not just us. Yes, <gasps> yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> there, so there are bands and groups that I've heard that are not singing about God and they make me feel like there's something else. Yeah. <laughs> Namely the band Cigarettes. Cigarettes. I knew he was going to say it. I knew he was going to say Cigarettes. They're from Iceland. I don't know what they're saying because it's all Icelandic but their music literally makes me feel like whoa. Yes. There's something it's, else. It's like, gorgeous. There's no way it's just us. Like <laughs> The fact that music is just a bunch of frequencies that work well together and we can and chords like, and melodies and rhythms and stuff that just happen to work well together and then all of a sudden we feel something from it right and you get to make your own that doesn't make sense it it doesn't make sense when you stop thinking about it you can't explain it so and you can never get to the bottom of it why it does that necessarily so i feel like it's an anomaly like it just doesn't make sense right put 10 people in a room that can't speak the same language and give them instruments see what happens yeah yeah you know what i mean that's very true yeah so dang that y'all are like really good at answering questions for real I thoroughly just get us talking about something we know (laughs) if you start talking about Marvel movies I'll leave I just I don't know anything I'm in same I just know their names Ethan Ethan's one of those people though that can have a conversation with anyone about anything and I value for that because I couldn't do that that's not true you and Corey man that's not true Corey's really good at that though Corey is like he knows everything about everything about everything media movie music so do you you know it. Nay. Nay. <laughs> Play a band right now. Ethan knows their lead vocalist name. That's not true. Don't even try. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to get my fingers right, Let's go. Right. He knows, and he knows like the original members and their first the release. Oh, he quit in like 2006. <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, and like their family's names. And their family's names. And the details. <laughs> All right. Well, this was so much fun. Thank you. This. It is. Yeah. Again, was, yeah. I don't know if we even thank you the first time, but again, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, both absolutely. of you. Yeah, thanks for asking us. Yes. For real. I enjoy your podcast. I was, oh my gosh. I was so oh my gosh, excited. Thank you so much. That makes us feel so good. Oh my gosh, I'm blushing. But yes, this is super fun it was super informative and y'all are both yeah. amazing interviewees yeah. interviewees because we're the interviewers <gasps> correct employer employee yes yeah. yes i'm an interviewee so um <laughs> where can they find you and your band and whatnot um we are available on all major streaming sites so um, okay. apple music google play spotify yeah. and youtube anything like that cool. um 
so yeah and we're also we have uh, Instagram we have our own website um, it's weavinghour.com um, yeah um, and then we have um, the Instagram and Facebook and we have Twitter uh, we're not quite as busy on Twitter but mm-hmm. I mean we're still still trying to it get those exists. it, it's it there. is there um, so, so uh, is it the weeping hour on Instagram or it's just weeping hour weeping I believe hour. Okay. I'll have to okay. look at that so um, gotcha. but yeah we're, the, we're available uh, on all those the weeping hour um, <laughs> it's like a bunch of videos people crying <laughs> just a whole hour <laughs> We're gonna oh, make, we're gonna make that into a, uh, a stream that goes on every day. I like our next album is just gonna be ten people crying. Yeah, for for a full hour. And then like ten minutes in or something. Y'all, put me, just put me in a room with Ben Platt playing, and I'll just be crying. Okay, we already have someone you to have, do you that. Have an like, actor, so I got awesome. One. I'll take the second drink. Step <laughs> just catch me at lunch. So that's that's our. Like I said, we're available on all major sites. So I don't know. All right. Sweet. Y'all have any like personal Snapchats you want to put out? Yeah, you want to like plug your personal stuff? Um, I, I, I suppose so. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really basic. I think my Instagram's like Ethan underscore Prudum. If you can spell it, good luck. Um, and then uh, <laughs> what? My, my Twitter is uh, started laughing for is me. is Steezy Wonder underscore four. Um, so oh, uh, capital yeah. S. Yeah, yeah, Steezy Wonder. It's great. That's a, wonder. That's that's also my TikTok. Uh, but we don't talk about that. It's starting. It's they give it's me a hard time about it because I'm always trying to like content create. Yo, the next thing. time we see Ethan, he's gonna be an e boy. That's it. not. That's not true. <laughs> no, everyone Straight looks at my stuff. And it's like we'll be what, looking for a new vocal. Everyone's <laughs> everyone's looking at my stuff and they're like, "Is this comedy? Like, is this what he thought was funny? Like, I sent something to my roommates one time. They're like, "Was that supposed to be funny?" And I'm like dying laughing. Like, they're all yeah. laughing, and I'm like, okay. Okay, it's subjective. So, <laughs> I do have an Instagram. I post on it a lot about like stuff I'm working on musically. Mm-hmm. If you care about that, um, of course we do. It's Chris underscore Rifflet R I F F L E T. Like my first name. Okay. Or last name. Sorry. R I F. Yeah. That's clever. Let's riff. I like that a lot. Let's riff. But yeah, I post about like I'm always posting like stories. On there, me like working on new music and messing around. What's so funny? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just let him laugh, get it out. And then I'm really surprised I haven't like busted out laughing throughout this whole podcast. Is it me? No, I just went. Boop. No, I didn't <laughs> even hear. I didn't hear. It's a tick. <laughs> um, uh, Seth Franklin, where can they find you? You can find me on any platform, even Venmo and Cash App at Seth. <laughs> You want to send some love? I'll start a GoFundMe. No, I'm joking. So anything, uh, Snapchat, Instagram, or, uh, Twitter, which I'm sort of on that. That yeah. was my knuckle, by the way. I'm a chiropractor. Um, it's Seth Frank 17, and uh, I've had it since I was 17, so that's why it's 17. <laughs> So y'all, I became easier than I already am. Oh my but gosh! Um, but I didn't mean to say yet. Gosh. <laughs> um, I am now Matt Thirteen Scott on my Snapchat and my Instagram, personal hey. Instagram. So holla. So not catching those moments, Matt underscore. Not anymore. I'm not catching underscore those underscore moments. But I'm. I am gonna make it my photography page. Catching underscore Matt those underscore those moment. underscore moments. Scott. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I just said. So, like, <laughs> you're right. And then um, Twitter, I'm not that funny, but, like, if you want to follow me, that's pretty cool. It's Petulant Pica, bro. Petulant Pica. Yes. And Alliteration. So, 
yeah um that's it uh if you oh yeah we have a life inc instagram too it's uh oh my god life pod boy so yes. go follow it you'll see uh pictures of every single time that we have an interview you'll see a picture of, of whoever we inter- interviewees <laughs> and there's one of us in gangsta poses yes because we're popping Holla. and i love so good when's the mixtape coming out um <laughs> right now I'm just kidding. <laughs> Never. I just start like bring out my like DJ set. Yeah, you bring it, yeah. And then I just this start is like exactly what I, how I wanted this night to end. Oh, and then absolutely. I just start scatting, just like scuba scat 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 scuba Yeah, that's all it is, you guys. It's just him just making weird noises and me scatting. All right. Well, thank you so much again. Yes, thank y'all. Super fun, super wonderful. Thank you so much. Hit that like and subscribe, and uh, leave us a rate and a review. Yes, Um, if you you truly love us, you will. All right, you can find us anywhere: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Peace and love, and And remember, nuclear fusion. Be thankful. Holla. Bye. Bye.